Welcome to the Extension Connection Podcast. The Grant County Cooperative Extension Service is here to help connect you with research-based information about economic development, energy and water, farm and ranch, yard and garden, natural resources, health and well-being, and our very popular youth development program, 4-H. I'm your host, Jessica Swan the 4-H and agriculture agent here in Grant County, New Mexico. We are part of New Mexico State University's College of Agricultural, Consumer, and Environmental Science, and we are here to serve you. So let's get started. Coming up, I hope you'll enjoy my interview with Dr. Carol Sutherland. Um, she is the lady at NMSU that knows everything about insects. Um, she's my go-to person to figure out what kind of bug, um, you might have in your yard or, um, to answer questions about things that are very popular, like the murder hornet. So I hope you'll enjoy. All right. Welcome to the podcast today. Today I have with me, uh, Dr. Carol Sutherland. She is the NMSU Extension Entomologist and the State Entomologist for NMBA. So welcome to my podcast. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about you first. Um, let's talk about your background, education, anything you want to tell us about you and what you do. Okay, a few little things. Anyway, well, I have been interested in entomology for, I guess, over 40 years. I've gotten a uh, bachelor's degree in, in biology, which has been quite useful, and a Ph.D. in entomology. And that was from Oregon State University. I've been associated with the University of Florida briefly, and then for, again, almost 40 years now, uh, with New Mexico State University, serving as an entomologist there. What I do on an irregular basis, I uh, do, um, well, short-term type teaching things with Master Gardeners in our pesticide applicator training program, and I also do identifications for both the extension service, all the county agents, all the public, and uh, also for my colleagues over at New Mexico Department of Agriculture. So that's basically what I do. <laughs> Right, that's not very much. No. Not not too much, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so in your 40 years, you've probably seen a lot of things. This is true, yeah, and I keep seeing new things. Like just the other day, I was uh, asked to identify this interesting orange with a uh, black insect that was collected just down the road in La Union here in Doniana County. It turns out to be a critter I've never seen in this state before. How about that? It's a native insect to places to, further to the east. It's called a scorpion fly, and it looks more like a beetle with a long nose on it, and it's totally harmless to people. Really interesting wow. behavior. Yeah. Wow. Um, anyway, yeah. Any ideas how it got there? I think it's probably just part of its normal distribution. It can be moved by uh, probably storm winds, you know, some of those that come up seasonally uh, when we have uh, – different wind patterns and things like that. Of course, it doesn't blow at all here in New Mexico, but, <laughs> you know, when it does, it, it can move things long distances. So, I mean, that might be a possibility. It is known from parts of Texas, uh, central Texas, 
But uh, anyway, this is a pretty neat little critter. It was found by uh, a fellow's uh, granddaughter. She took a picture. I wish we caught the specimens. <laughs> anyway, yeah, pretty neat. So I'll keep my eye out for it. Well, cool. Well, what I wanted to uh, have you on the podcast for today is um, probably the most popular insect um, going on right now, which is the Asian giant hornet, um, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the murder hornet. So I'm right. going to visit with you a little bit about that. Okay. Um, yeah. Why do they have that name? Probably because there were some very creative folks who probably posted that information and kind of screwed some of the details up, put it on something uh, like Facebook, read by a lot of people. You know, they just get, wow, they see these uh, fantastic words and whatnot, and it's uh, surprising, it's uh you know, scary to use words like murder and kill and all that kind of stuff, and they're giant and, you know, they're from foreign places and stuff like that. We've already had an experience this year with this uh, Asian kind of problem here. where We got the uh, COVID-19 virus, you know, that sort of thing. That's something you ought to be afraid of. Not these guys. Yeah, yeah. not these guys. Yeah, so. so so the phrase murder hornet, that was just made up by someone. That's not an actual, you know. No, not an action. No, huh? Not at all. No, not at all. These are insects that belong to a family probably everybody in the, in Mexico and elsewhere has experienced. It's called a vespidae. These are the wasps, the hornets uh, that you may see around your home or in a tree somewhere. Uh, some of the hornets, for example, will make these uh, neat little uh, paper nests that that uh, about the size of a cantaloupe sometimes that hang from a tree branch. And you've probably seen the paper wasp nests on the eaves mm-hmm. of your house or brushed into it while you're out there doing gardening. And, you know, it's usually not a big deal in the spring, but the behavior of them changes in the fall because they're getting ready to reproduce and, and have new queens and stuff like that. And they need a lot of protein, so they're very defensive of what uh, resources they have. So they can sting you, yeah. And that hurts, but, uh, you know, it, it doesn't kill anybody, uh, certainly not that frequently. But, I mean, you learn your lesson to, <laughs> to look. Mm-hmm. So these guys are much the same way. Uh, they're a little bit bigger, that sort of thing, but they never did get established as far as anyone knows on uh, North American soil, either in uh, extreme southwest uh, Canada, British Columbia, or in extreme northwest United States, and that would be up there in uh, Blaine, Washington area. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's it. You know, they found... Uh, Apparently one small colony that had apparently established briefly uh, Mm -hmm. in September, and that was on Vancouver Island. So if you look at a map, you'll see where Vancouver Island is. And that was exterminated. And uh, then they found a dead one over in the Blaine, um, Washington area, and I guess that was in December. And that was that. And one wasp does not a colony make. They cannot reproduce. Only the queen can reproduce if you have workers. Um, all they can do is defend the queen and, you know, their resources and stuff like that. So, And they can sting multiple times, yes. 
So if you, you know, brushed into these guys around your house, um, the paper wasps, for example, that would be, uh, you know, something that you deal with, you know, on a right. fairly, fairly usual basis. So you have some understanding of what we're talking about here. Right. So, um, basically, um, you know, unless you're, you're allergic or you have some sort of underlying health issues or something like that, these are just a regular, they're just a giant bee, basically, right? Yeah, or a giant wasp. Wasp, And okay. if you look at it, find, you'll probably find pictures of it on the Internet and whatnot. And uh, I know the University of California at Davis has a very excellent uh, factual um, short story on the individuals that were involved in identification of this particular insect and responded to the um, initial collection of the the insects there in uh, Canada and in Washington. And, um, yeah, they don't have any any reason to believe there's any other of these insects that escape detection. They haven't established. Right, so, right. Yeah. So anyway, take some comfort in that, and it's really an excellent write-up. Uh, not very technical. I'm pretty sure um, the general public can read it and, yeah. you know, understand what they're talking about. Yeah, so, I think anyway. I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to go ahead and share a publication that you actually sent to me um, on mm-hmm. our Facebook page for people just to kind of help um, keep the hysteria down over these uh, yeah. murder horns right. because, right. Uh, yeah, I've already this morning while I was preparing for this, I've already seen three posts on Facebook about them. Good grief. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. You know, claiming yeah. that that's going to be the next thing that we all have to stay inside. And, you say, and no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's true. So basically we yeah. have nothing to worry about. I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, a lot of people are going to be out doing their, you know, their thing around the house, doing gardening, doing some, you know, a little bit of horticulture work out there. Uh, trying to relieve a little bit of tension just being, you know, cooped up in the house all the time with sure. the uh, COVID-19. So that's nice. Maybe they'll get out. They'll take a hike or something like that. They'll see some insects out there buzzing around and get all excited. These are probably all of our little uh, native creatures that you'll see. We're going to mm-hmm. sor- shortly have the cicada killer wasps out. They're fairly large. They're solitary. Uh, they're out there looking for cicadas. That's what they use to reproduce on. Uh, our state insect, the tarantula hawk wasp, the coloration is different. It's a little early yet for it to show up. But uh, it's impressive, for, especially for folks who haven't lived here very long. We do have yeah. yellow jackets. We have paper wasps. You know, these are usually pretty skinny little critters. Uh, hornets, that sort of thing, uh, and a variety of other creatures that are out and about right now. And, you know, if they get excited about anything, if they can take some really good photographs of them, really up-close ones, or capture the insects, you know, they know that their county extension office will be, you know, receiving them or making arrangements to receive them, or uh, you can receive the photographs and forward them to me, that sort of thing, so we can identify what these folks are concerned about. Sure. Well, thank you so much for um, clearing things up. I know I'm definitely feeling better now about this whole good situation. <laughs> uh-huh. Business, um, right? So yeah. I 
I really appreciate your time and your expertise. All right. Well, hopefully it will be helpful to all the listeners. And again, if they have any questions, you know, they can let you know and, you know, pass it on and we'll get the the issue resolved, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Sure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast. Want more information? You can visit us at our website, grantextension.nmsu.edu. Follow us on Facebook at NMSU Grant County CES, Snapchat at Grant County NM4H, shoot us an email at grant at nmsu.edu, or give us a call 575-388-1559. New Mexico State University is an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer and educator, NMSU and the U.S. Department of Agriculture cooperating. 